The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Dave And for the second straight night, we give the dreaded tip of the cap to an opposing pitcher here on Clubhouse Conversation as Dallas Keuchel completely shuts down the Royals en route to a very comfortable 4-0 Houston win. One of the most comfortable 4-0 games you'll ever see as the Royals were never really a true threat in this ballgame. It's Davo on your dish. Glad you are along. And yeah, Keuchel, we give a tip of the cap because eight shutout innings from the lefty. Seven hits scattered, seven Ks, zero walks. He was able to strand six, including with the two on and two out in the first inning. That, of course, ended up being a huge point of the game for the second straight night. The Royals couldn't convert with runners on and two outs in the first inning. And and now Keuchel moves to 10-3 on the year with a 2-0-3 ERA. He's leading the league in innings pitched. To me, he should be starting the All-Star game for the American League and manager Ned Yost. Dallas Keuchel. I mean, look at his last two outings alone. He shut out the Yankees before this for nine innings. In that game, he had 12 Ks. Tonight, 7 Ks. So now 19 Ks and one walk in his last 17 innings for Keuchel as he completely dominates the Royals and continues to blow through every single outing this year, at least six innings or more out of Keuchel. I wish we had one of those, a Dallas Keuchel in our rotation. And we're going to break down the finale here in a few minutes as well as continue to break this one down. But let's start off with our player of the game here tonight. It's Lorenzo Cain, who's out there uh, brave in the elements, the elements being uh, his hamstrings. You know, legs are sore right now for Lo Cain. Held my breath, as I'm sure you did, as he ran up that center field wall, not the wall, but the center field hill trying to make the catch. And what ended up being a triple in the middle of this game. Ended up being okay from that. Locaine did go three for four with a couple of doubles. That was good to see. He earns his third player of the game of the year here on Clubhouse Conversation. The current leader is Mike Moustakis and Eric Hosmer. They both have five so far during the 2015 season. But besides Lorenzo Cain and his do, you know, two doubles tonight, the Royals had only one other extra base hit, and that was the ground rule double that Kendry's hit in the first inning that unfortunately would have scored Cain had it not bounced over the wall there. But that's it. The Royals had three extra base hits and no walks tonight. That's not a recipe to get the stuff done, and the Royals didn't. KC 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position overall. Left seven on base total with six of those being Keuchel's doing. Just nothing going on tonight. The last two nights, we've tipped our cap. Tonight, Dallas Keuchel. Last night, Lance McCullers. I mean, they've completely stymied the Royals' offense. And last night, it was more makeshift than tonight. You didn't have, you know, a couple of bats in your lineup last night of your regular lineup. You didn't have one out there tonight. It makes a difference, though. Not having Eric Hosmer playing first base for this entire series, it hurts the Royals. Not having Escobar last night, and you know, it, and that hurts. So the Royals just couldn't get it done tonight offensively. Now, the same goes pitching-wise as well. And I'm going to call this a disappointing outing for Danny Duffy, even though he did recover to give the Royals innings. He went six and two-thirds. That's encouraging. He did strike out six. That's encouraging. It was a matchup that I thought was a good one for Duffy, and he looked really good early on, but then got in trouble. It was that third inning mainly, allowing a base hit 0-2, and that brings up George Springer. You get 3-0 in the count. He's swinging 3-0, and then 3-1, you 
mislocate with a fastball. He turns around on it, hits it off the foul pole. A big two-out, two-run home run for George Springer in the third inning, and that was the start of Duffy's disappointing outing for me, giving up four runs, six hits, and two walks. So six and two-thirds, four runs is not awful. No, it's not good. I'm not saying that's a good outing. But for a guy that, that struggles to give you innings in Danny Duffy, at least this year, six and two-thirds is fine. It's just the four runs that weren't great. Duffy moves and drops now to two and four with a five four four ERA. And if you break down his starts and go through the good old game log here, ten starts this year for Duffy. He's gone seven innings and only one outing this year. That of course being against Detroit earlier. He's gone only six innings or more in three of his ten. One of them being tonight. But the problem is Duffy has gone five innings or less in six of his ten starts this year. Five innings or less in six of ten. And that is, and I'm not trying to pick on Danny Duffy here. The, the whole Royals rotation, pretty much. I mean, even Edinson Volquez hasn't gone seven as much as you'd like. Pretty much the entire Royals rotation. That's everybody not giving the Royals the kind of innings they need. And that's slowly starting to catch up with the team. Slowly. The Royals have been blessed, of course, thanks to Dayton Moore and company going out and getting Chris Young. Going out and getting Joe Blanton. Go out and and even getting a guy like Johan Pino. Guys who can step in there in that rotation. I mean, going out and get Chris Medlin, who's not far away. Three weeks away from rejoining the major leagues for the Royals, if all goes well, in his rehab, now up to Omaha. But at some point, for a number of reasons, this hurts the Royals. I mean, there's the obvious one of the Royals likely not going to get a single starter who goes 200 innings this year, which... I mean, how many? How, we need to like call Elias up and see how often a team wins a division and potentially wins ninety plus games without having a single guy throw two hundred innings. I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it's not extremely rare, but it would. I wouldn't call that common. So there's that. There's number two. The bullpen eventually gets strained a little bit. The Royals again have been able to, uh, you know, compensate for that with having so many relievers, seven eight relievers on this roster. But then that's the third thing. The problem is now it's starting to hurt the Royals offensively. And the reason I say that is the Royals don't have that extra fourth player on their bench. They don't have Apollo Orlando up here where they can give both Kane and Dyson a day off when they're ailing. They don't have the extra infielder up here they could be carrying on the roster. I mean, I just I just think at some point you know, having to carry so many bullpen guys in order to overcompensate for your starters, it weakens your bench considerably. It gives you very little depth. And guys may wear down a little bit more because of it. They have to play through injuries a little bit more. They get a little bit less of time off throughout the year. It's just something to watch as the season progresses. We, I mean, we all know the Royals are going to need to somehow sew up this rotation. And I'm still not convinced the Royals will have to make a trade. If they do, I think it's somebody like you know Scott Kazmir that they go and get. That's the guy I think the Royals are most likely to end up with of the realistic guys we keep hearing the names of between, you know, you hear the Quatos and Hamels, probably not going to happen. You hear the Leaks, possibly, and and so on and so forth. But I think a guy like Kazmir could make a lot of sense for the Royals later on in the season. But, I mean, I do think there's a decent chance that between Duffy, Ventura, Vargas, and, and Medlin, the Royals are able to sew this up in-house, internally. But Danny Duffy needs to do a better job of giving the Royals consistent innings, A, and B, has got to start pitching a little bit better. I mean, his last five outings. Let's go through his last five outings alone. Here's innings, his last five outings. One, three and two-thirds. Five, four and two-thirds. Six and two-thirds. So six and two-thirds is good, but the four previous outings, three and two-thirds, five, four and two-thirds, and one. And, and granted, there was an injury in there. 
acknowledged. And but I mean the runs allowed his last five starts. Four, six, four, two, four. Just not good outings in there. I mean, the, the two-run outing was pretty good against Seattle, but again, that was only in four and two-thirds. So that's not a great ERA. That's not great production there. And, and Duffy needs to be better than a fringe number four or five starter because he is better than that. We saw it last year. We know he's better than that. So a key guy for the Royals going forward is Danny Duffy. But uh, we'll see what happens. I just The Royals need to get more production out of him and the entire rotation. But on one hand, it was good to see him give some innings tonight. So let's not come down on Duffy too hard. That was good to see. Now, Luke Hochaver, speaking of good to see, first time all year we've seen him throw back-to-back days and look good. One, two, three in his inning. The breaking ball continues to become a better pitch for Hochaver. He's repeating it better, which I think, you know, just talking to Dusty Hughes last week on the show here, and he told me, you know, as a Tommy John you know, recovering pitcher himself, just because you're throwing the next year, you may be out there on the field and physically throwing and be in the games, but you're not totally there. Your, your stuff's not totally back just because you're pitching again. And I think that's the same thing with Hochaver. We've talked about that at length here in the past, how I believe by August and September, he's going to become the same Luke Hochaver we saw in the second half of the year back in 2013. So going into tomorrow, the Royals are sitting at 5-3 and three on this road trip. We said coming in five and four was a good trip. Six and three was a great. They can still make this a great trip. I think the Royals get it done tomorrow night. A pair of right-handers, Edinson Volquez for KC, Vincent Velasquez, Velasquez. There we go for Houston. Uh, Volquez and Velasquez. There you go for a tongue twister. Volquez three one eight eight and four on the year. Velasquez is zero and zero with a three seven two or zero and zero. However you want to look at it. Now, Edinson coming off a gem that he spun against Oakland on Friday. Seven innings, one run on three hits with three Ks. Has been good in his career against Houston. FWIW. 6-0 with a 2.09. Velasquez was a second-round pick of Houston in 2010. He's 23 years old. Just four major league starts so far. So the Royals have never seen him. And he's kind of got Danny Duffy syndrome so far in his four outings. Has gone over five innings just once. That was his last outing against the Yankees. Six and a third. Two runs on five hits. Does have 19 Ks and 19 and a third. So a guy that can miss bats and get strikeouts. I think the Royals hit him well tomorrow. They seem poised for a breakout game tomorrow. Look for a big game tomorrow from Mike Moustakis and Alex Gordon. A couple of lefties in that Royals you know, lineup. Volquez against Velasquez. The Royals will get that done, I believe, and come home 6-3. and three. But even if they don't, if they lose the game, let's not panic. The Royals would still be 13 over 500. They're going to be 13 or 15 games over 500 when they come home to face the Twins on Thursday. And the Royals are going to be home just about the entire month of July outside of the All-Star break in a quick series in Chicago. And I believe the, the the makeup in St. Louis, I believe, as well. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good month. It's going to be a chance for the Royals to get some separation and really distance themselves in the AL Central. That's it for tonight on Clubhouse Conversation. We'll be back again tomorrow evening. Uh, hang in there, Royals fans. I know it's not fun losing two in a row and seeing lethargic bats, but the Royals will get things going again. I believe they'll get the win tomorrow. Things are fine. Everything's good. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night.